All right, off we go on another episode of the Final Score Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. And on this week's episode, we'll talk to uh, Trayvon Neal and Kevin Perry of the Frederick High football team. A uh, big week for Trayvon because he just committed to uh, college. Uh, one of the top players uh, in, in the county uh, for each of the last uh, two seasons, for sure. Maybe it even extends beyond that. Uh, but Trayvon's going to go to Monmouth University. I made the announcement at the team's banquet and on social media earlier in the week. Uh, Monmouth is a, a Division One AA school, uh, play uh, football uh, uh, championship subdivision, FCS football. Uh, so we look forward to talking to, to Trayvon and Kevin about that. Uh, but first, we'll take our first swing around the winter uh, sports season uh, here in Frederick County with my colleagues John Cannon and Alexander Dacey. Guys, how are we? Good. Good. Uh, so we're off. Well, f- first of all, let me get your thoughts on uh, uh, Trayvon uh, committing. Uh, uh, you, you've both seen him play. Uh, John, you've seen him play for a couple of years. Alexander, you, mm-hmm. you saw him play for the first time this season. Just just your thoughts on that on that move uh, uh, and, and, and that signing, John. Yeah, I think Monmouth's got a really nice player. Um, I guess uh, you have a story that's going tomorrow. I guess um, if his uh, 40 time was a little better, maybe uh, that might have attracted some so-called bigger schools. But I mean, if he he goes there and you know actually goes there, I could see him being an impact player. We were talking about that um, pretty early on. I would think if he, you, know, you watch how he plays, I mean, he could you know in all three facets of the game at Frederick. I mean, he's dominates yeah i mean his measurables don't jump off the page in terms of height weight speed he's he's not he's not a burner he runs about a four six four seven uh 40 yard dash he admits he's not a great 40 yard dash runner um if he was four five or or more of a burner like a lot of big time receivers are he, he could be playing uh at a very uh at a very big school but, but i i agree with you john i i i think um he has a he has uh, the, the chance uh, to, to make a big impact at Monmouth early. And, and Alexander, just explain how the Courage, since you recently graduated from college, you re- covered Maryland uh, uh, recently. Just the current rec- recruiting landscape, I'm sure you dealt with it at, uh, during your coverage of the Terps, just how much it's changed because now, even though he's made a decision on his school, the process doesn't really stop there because there are going to be coaches still coming after him. It seems right, and you know, the, the, I mean, really, the, the portals really, especially the last year, has completely just opened everything wide, wide up, and it's like you're, like you said, you know, the, 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 the like you, you might a player might make a commitment, but coaches are still going to be recruiting you. You know, base pretty much throughout. You know, j- just until you you ignore them basically, and even then they might still come after you. You know, just because, uh, just because there's there is that freedom of movement, and you have that one, you know, that one free transfer. Um, you know, plus guys with their coat. You know, guys still working through. You know, who might have their extra COVID year that they can you know, that they can also make a free transfer with. So a lot of players, you know, are getting, you know, are 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 sort of you know maybe maybe going places as a start and then you know if they if they put up good numbers there or if you know other coaches see them they can they can make a leap to a bigger school i mean that's how you're getting a lot of um i mean i think you really see it more in basketball um where you get that jump you know like uh, some of these more mid-major you know kind of players you know might be the best might be the best player on their team or in their conference but you know maybe goes to a, a smaller school but then but then they enter the portal and 
you know, bigger schools like a, you know, like a Villanova or a, you know, Maryland or, you know, just, just a, a bigger conference school might see that. Oh, you're like, you were a player we overlooked, but you're actually really good at the college level. We'll swoop in and take you. So that's kind of, that's just kind of how it, you know, how it goes. It's like, there's always something happening, always recruiting happening, you know? So even though players might commit like, like a Trayvon committed earlier this week, I'm sure there'll still be, you know, a lot of coaches coming, you know, coming to talk to him, or at least trying to talk to him. And especially, you know, especially if he goes to Monmouth and, you know, keeps putting up pretty big numbers, um, you know, I'm sure that'll, that'll only intensify. Yeah. Well, when he comes in in a couple of minutes, we'll, we'll ask him about that. At what point do you stop listening to other people and, and just stay true to your commitment? So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to, to hear his answer on that. Uh, what, what's your take on just the fit with him and Monmouth? Monmouth is good. And I know that, you know, Monmouth, I know recruits this area pretty heavily because a lot of guys in my high school, uh, you know, the, some of, some of our bigger guys went to Monmouth and, uh, you know, I know they, they love, they love to kind of swoop up some of the more, I don't want to say unheralded guys, but really talented high school players from, you know, that might get overlooked. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's a, they're in the CAA, which, you know, I think, I mean, prior to JMU, you know, you know making the jump was a, was one of the top, uh, one of the top FCS conferences. It's still decent, but it's, you know, it, with JMU gone, it's lost a little luster, but I think, you know, mom is like a fairly decent, you know, not, not like, you know, won't, won't, you know, knock your socks off or anything, but solid FCS program. And, you know, from there, a lot of guys, you know, might be able, you know, if, if say he or others want to make a jump, you know, it's a place where, where you can do that. And, um, and I mean, location wise, it's also, you know, uh, I know it's, you know, it's, it's New Jersey, so it's not, you know, not right next door, but it's fa- still fairly close to home and for, for him. And it's, uh, um, you know, and you're close to New York and all that and the beaches. Yeah, near, near, so. near the beach, too. Right. Like you're an hour from New York and about five minutes from the beach. So, so we'll ask him to see if that attracted him too, <laughs> just, just the, the location, because it's said yeah. to have a great location. Didn't somebody from Langenor go there a few years back, also played lacrosse? I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm blanking yeah, on the name. And, 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 really good player, like a fullback, linebacker. Uh, and uh, oh, longtime uh, followers of Frederick County football will, will remember that Zach Welch, the great, the great running back uh, for Middletown during their state championship years, yeah. uh, he was recruited by and, and went to play at Monmouth yeah. too. So, so there is a bit of a trail already blazed from from uh, the county football scene to Monmouth, but but I, but I, I think. Uh, it's a good fit for Trayvon, and 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 I I think he has a chance to make a uh, an impact, and 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 we'll 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 see we'll see where it goes from there. But we'll talk to him and his coach Kevin Perry about all that in just a couple of minutes. So uh, winter sports is underway: uh, basketball, wrestling, indoor track and field, and swimming. Uh, basketball, a couple teams have caught my eye so far on the boys' side. Uh, it seems like uh, Frederick and TJ, the two city schools. Uh, and Walkersville have, have looked very impressive so far. Walkersville has two guys that are like six four, six five, and and well over two. two they have like two true centers uh, on, on the team, so they're they're going to be they're going to be uh, a handful for for uh, mo- most teams uh, for pretty much all season. And then Oakdale, I wouldn't count out either. Once their football players get acclimated and stuff, uh, reigning three uh, A champs, uh, I, I think they'll be a factor too. You've seen a couple of these mm-hmm. matchups already, Alexander. You saw Frederick play Walkersville, and Frederick won. And then you saw TJ play Oakdale, and TJ won. Yeah. So just, how, how do you feel the county boys scene shakes I, out so far? I, I'm pretty much in line with you. Frederick and TJ, as of the early going, look to be the you know look to be the top two, top two dogs. I mean. You know, TJ, TJ is Sam Larby. He's their, you know, he's their big returner and 
and and he scored you know, the other night. It's Oakdale. He scored 24 points. Um, but they have just a really – there's kind of a really nice, well-rounded team. They have, you know, kind of just a nice complement of players that, that do everything. They're, they're very they're very f- sound. Um, you know, and like that Oakdale game in particular, they, they raced out, uh, you know, after they, – they were up 16 after the first quarter and, you know, kind of – it, you know, Oakdale did chip – you know, chipped away and got it got – it, got close at one point, but then – they just turned on the, you know, uh, TJ just turned on the turned on the gas at the end and pulled 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 back to double digits. So, you know, again, the, the, there will be, you know, there probably will be moments like there is with any, you know, high school team where where there might be sags. But I mean, overall, just a very solid, well-rounded team. And same, you know, same thing with uh with with Frederick. I mean, you have Elwin Wordlaw, who is a transfer, uh, from uh, Springdale Prep, I think, in Carroll County. Um, you know, he's already ha- he's already been their leading scorer through. Through four games, uh, he's average. He's averaging, you know, you know, high, high, uh, high teens. I think in uh, in terms of points per game, and nice compliment around him. David Dorsey's a big, you know, big rim protector. He's, you know, he's racked up several. You know, the game I had, game I was at, I think he had, yeah, he, he had he had two big blocks in the closing closing moments, and I think it was around maybe half dozen. I know uh, Wednesday night or, or uh, tonight he had eight um, against Clarksburg. So. You know, again, just a again, just sort of a very well-rounded team and a and a team that, you know, if if they if they get hot, you know, it will be really hard. I'd be interested. I'd, I'd say I don't have the schedule right in front of me, so I'm not sure when Frederick and TJ, you know, when their two two matchups are. But I think those will probably be the be the games of the year. Uh, yeah, it'll restore some luster to the to the city game, which which right. has been lacking in in, in recent seasons. Uh, John, on the girls' side, it seems like Ligonor and Urbana uh, mm-hmm. uh, with with Catoctin maybe uh, a, right. a step or two behind him or, or uh, behind them or the cream of the crop on the girls' side so far. Yeah, and, and I guess Oakdale is also kind of be in that mix. And I want to say, do Ligonor and Oakdale play this uh, this Friday? Friday, yeah. yeah. And actually, and boys and girls will be, both be nice matchups. But, uh, yeah, I saw I, I spoke about them last week. Ligonor, uh, they really – they've got a lot, and they just have a, lot, a really deep team, and they just – press and and run and they wear teams down so yeah when they play urbana that's gonna be a game to see and then, and then you have catoctin uh returning 1a finals they they have a win you mentioned oakdale catoctin has a win over oakdale uh, earlier this year so um we've got also gotten out to see a fair amount of wrestling uh too uh we've seen urbana a pretty good team middletown a really good team uh you saw catoctin and walkersville um and we've also seen Ligonor, uh, uh who has a, who has a pretty good good team as usual so uh i would say middletown is probably the, the team to beat uh, out of all these schools but but it seems like there's a good group right behind them with uh Ligonor, urbana and uh and, and maybe a team like catoctin or an oakdale or a tuscarora or even a brunswick uh, uh could, could sneak up and, and and get uh onto that top tier so we've seen some wrestling too so all right, guys, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more uh, winter sports uh, here in Frederick County next week. But when we come back, uh, Kevin Perry and Trayvon Neal, the Frederick High football team, will be here. Stay with us here on The Final Score. All right, joining me now in studio are two prominent members of the fantastic Frederick High football team this season. They are senior uh, defensive back and wide receiver Trayvon Neal and his head coach, uh, Kevin Perry. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining me. And uh, Trayvon, obviously a big week for you. You, ma- you made your college choice. Uh, you announced you'll be attending 
uh, Monmouth University to play football. Uh, tell us why you chose Monmouth. Yes, sir. I chose it. I chose Monmouth University because of the the coaching staff they have there, and the promising years they have coming forward. And it's pretty. It's close. I like the location. It's a great school. It'll give me a great job after college. I liked everything about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> close to New York City, right? Yeah, and, yeah it is close to New York. Close to the beach. I've I've heard it's a beautiful campus. Tell us about the campus. It is a beautiful campus. It's right next to the beach. It's like, it's like maybe like seven or eight minutes from the beach. It's a beautiful campus. It's not too big. It's it's, no, it's not too many um, students there. It's, it'll be good in the classroom because there will only be a little bit of students along with you and one teacher. There will be a little bit of students along with you. So I like it. Yeah. How, how long has this process been going on for you? I, I, I imagine you were starting to get mail uh, uh, early in your high school career. Uh, I kind of I, well, I got my first offer at, uh, in May of this year. But I've kind of been going to camps and stuff for a long time, so it was kind of it was really good to get it over with. I was happy to get it over. It was it was fun at first, and then it just turned stressful real quick. What was the most stressful part about it? Uh, just trying to make the right decision and not just I just didn't want to make the wrong decision. I was too focused on that, and I wasn't focused enough on making the right decision for me. How how many schools were you considering uh, down to the wire here? Like down to the wire, maybe three or two it, it was kind of it was it was like three or it was like three who were the schools <laughs> in the running it was Bryan university new hampshire university and monmouth okay well i mean was, was was it tough making making the choice yeah it was really tough i it was really really tough i loved everything about Bryan. Well, i visited Bryan university and i loved everything about it it was really far though and it was it was so cold but i, I really did like everything about it it was just hard it was hard to choose it, it, it was too cold at Bryant. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. That's up there in Rhode Island, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So you wanted to be a little further south. And <laughs> yeah, near, I wanted near the beach, near the city. Yeah, I wanted to be closer. I also wanted my. I also knew if my parents or anybody wanted to come to the game, it would be hard to come up on a one day visit or come. So at moment they can come up and go back home that same day. But at New Hampshire or Bryant, they would have had to came up and bought a hotel and went home the next day or so. Or maybe it came the day before. Uh, Kevin, how involved were you in this process? Oh, I mean, emotionally, I was extremely invested. I mean, the, the watching the ups and downs, and, and Trayvon's a, a great kid and a great football player, so watching him trying to please everybody and make everybody happy was frustrating for, for me because I know it was, it, was, it was time for us to back off and let him make the decision, and, and he was always asking our input as, as coaches and everyone around him. He was always asking, Coach, what school should I go to? I was like, Trayvon, this is your, your first big boy decision, so we're, we're going to be hands-off on this one because I don't want you to make a choice that we would want you to live with but you wouldn't want to live with. So tried to kind of deflect everybody around his world to let him make that, that mind up. Um, but he's been going since, like, sophomore year, going to college camps and talking to coaches, and he's had a lot of dialogue with different coaching staffs. And, and I mean, he's been patient through it all. He's been very humble through the whole process. And I think parts of it humbled him and made him the player he is because he kept working through it all. What was it a nerve wracking process, Trayvon? Yeah, it was pretty nerve wracking. It was kind of, yeah, it really was pretty nerve wracking. Yeah, it, what 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 made it so? I mean, you, like like Coach said, like this was your decision. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> you, you could lean on friends and family and and coaches for help, but but you were ultimately the one to to make the choice. <laughs> Did that make it more stressful? Yeah, it was really stressful because I was just thinking like. 
I was just thinking like is this decision is going to impact the rest of my life and I really was I was I was scared to tell other coaches no like I that that was a big part of um what took me so long I, I should have had a I should have put my foot down and told people to know and that probably would I would have made my decision earlier if I would have just been able to be a man about it but I you, you didn't want to disappoint anyone. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I just didn't want to. I, I just don't like people. They, they took their chance on me. It's so hard to say no. Like they took their time and their, they took the the chance to give me all the money to go to school for free, and it's just sad. Time people know. So, so what did you have to do? You 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 called them. Is is that yes. how you did it? Uh, I sent them. I sent them all text. I sent them text messages, and I thanked them for everything they did for me, and thanked them for giving me the opportunity, and told them that I would be committed to Monmouth. <laughs> And, and what what sort of responses did you get from the schools that you didn't pick? <laughs> um, a lot of them. Well, one school they want they just wanted to call me and talk to me and ask them what they could have did better in the recruiting process and mm-hmm. ask and me. I, and I think a lot of schools are kind of living in this transfer portal world where they're like, we we need to make sure we have a clean dialogue with him to keep that door open in case he's unhappy right. there. Yeah. Do you think is the process still ongoing? Are, are, are schools still contacting you because you haven't signed your uh, letter uh, of intent yet? Yeah, some schools still contact me. Like a school texted me today, a new school that I haven't talked to before texted me today. But I, I'm pretty locked in. I think. Yeah, you, you, you have to shut the process down yeah, now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because it's it's tempting when other schools make uh, make offers and, yeah, and yes, the sir, recruiting process like never stops, right, Kevin? Right. Yeah, and it never stops. And even then, with this transfer portal thing, I'm sure there's going to be. Um, we we've heard it from other kids as he's gone through this process. There's there's handshakes after games that are a little longer where coaches are like, hey, uh. Keep keep us on your remote your radar because you've had, you've had a good college season and now it's time to prolong that. So, I, I think all of them are trying to keep open doors and open conversations and end on a positive note. Whereas in years past, we get coaches all the time that are like, "I'm done with you. I never want to talk to you again." But now it seems like it's a little more. One of the positives of the transfer portal is every coach wants what's best for the kid because you might be back at their door in a year or so. Can, can you can young Kevin Perry imagine going through a process like this in in the year 2022? <laughs> oh, I was terrible. Um, I was one of those kids that was like, I'm a D2 football player, and I was not. <laughs> I pushed myself to go where I did. I'm not – I have no regrets, but I, I probably shouldn't have played at the level I tried to play at, um, even though I was faster than Trayvon. <laughs> you were faster than Trayvon. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, we should compare some 40s, but no, I don't think so. I, I, I bet you could your, – your bench press is better than Trayvon's. So yeah, no, bad, no. Really. No? From the time I was born until <laughs> – time i pass yeah, away you, you, we, we we've established this before you you, you were you were born to bench press Pretty right much. Yeah. i'm a dinosaur <laughs> right um so so you got even from the schools you turned down you got constructive feedback trayvon yeah yes sir there's um some schools still trying to recruit me and still trying to come see me and just talk but really it's just i hope you i wish you the best of luck and have a great college career and they're just uh giving Giving me their luck, I guess, just wishing me luck. Yeah, so you really had nothing to worry about, right? Yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah. Um, well, why make the announcement now? You said you could have made it earlier. Well, why ch- choose a couple of weeks before the holiday to make the announcement? Oh, I just – I had visited Monmouth last weekend, and that's what made me really buy in, and I really liked it. So I ended up committing there. You did. So you so you saw the school, you liked it. You said, why wait any longer? Yeah, this yes, this is my decision, yeah. Yes, sir. And, and you announced it on uh, social media? Is yes, that sir. how you did it? Yes, so, sir. We announced it first at our banquet. Oh, yeah, at the, so at the football our, banquet. end of year banquet Monday night, and he had an opportunity to address the whole team, and we were like, did you make your announcement yet? And he was like, not yet. So we handed him the mic, and we got to share it with our, our little football family there of 
175 people that he got to celebrate with on the spot. So yeah, and, cool. and what was that moment like? That was great. It was it was just happy seeing everybody so happy for me. It was like it's kind of heartwarming when you just see people so happy for you. It was great. It was terrific. Yeah, and, and, and how did you go about announcing it on uh, on social media and stuff like that? Oh, I got a graphic made for me, and I I wrote a um, note to thanking the people that got me to where I got to, and I, I just posted it out on my Instagram. Uh, I, and you wanted to make sure everything was squared away yeah, there. Yeah, and, and, yeah and, and everything was just right. And, and what sort of reaction have you gotten from the community at large beyond your team? Oh, yeah, they love it. They love it. The whole community loves it. They just, they're, they're happy. I, I love the whole community. They just... They're so they're just so happy and they just want me to be they want me to go be great and they want me to be they want me to do best. Now I'm happy that I went to Frederick and I I graduate I'm going to graduate from Frederick and I, I played for Frederick. Yeah, I mean your numbers uh, speak for themselves. Uh, almost <coughs> 1,900 uh, receiving yards. Uh, that, that that's a school record. Uh, you pat you passed uh, Chuck Foreman uh, more than 3,000 all-purpose yards. Uh, you returned four punts for a touchdown, which is a school record. You had 17 interceptions, which is a school record. Uh, I mean, the numbers just uh, go on and on. 35 uh, total touchdowns, Trayvon. Uh, if someone would have told you you would put up those numbers in your high school career, would you have believed it uh, when you were when you were uh, younger? Uh, probably asking me now, I would say no. But probably when I was young, I probably did believe it. I really did think I could come and be on varsity and be good. And I really wanted to – I just loved football. So I, Probably not. If I, I think, if you would ask me that in eighth grade, I probably would have said no way. No. What 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 number are you most pleased with? If I'm being honest, I don't even know the numbers. I I would have been pleased if you would have won a state championship, but we didn't, and I'm not really pleased. I'm pleased <coughs> with my numbers, but they could have been better. If I, they could have been better, if they could have been better. Right. Uh, what what sort of potential did you see in uh, Trayvon when he when he showed up on your doorstep, Kevin? I mean, what what you guys all saw on Friday night, <clears throat> I was just kind of a we saw a window on that when he was in seventh and eighth grade, um, making similar plays with a smaller football and smaller opponents. But I mean, he lit it up from the from that point. But I think the biggest portion of what we knew we could grow a program around him um, was picking him up for the first day of preseason camp. Um, before school starts and, and picking people up and, and driving them in and finding them rides and stuff like that. I, I, don't, I think he said thank you like 12 times in the first ride. And it was like, all right, that's enough, kid. Like I had to stop him from being so polite, um, which you don't get from a lot of kids. And it was like, this this one's just a little different. Um, and, and he never had any fear, even though he cried a couple times his freshman year when he got beat up on a little bit. Um, but he never was afraid of anybody, he never backed down. As a freshman, he played against Jordan Addison and gave him everything he had. Um, so just watching him develop like that has been special. What, what, what made you cry? Oh, I think I, it was anger. I remember it was no, a silver. No, Silver Oak popped you pretty yeah, good. No. You came off the field well up. Oh, yeah, it was up. a Silver Oak game. It was at the very end of the game. They the had other took the coaches barking out. at him. The other oh, coaches yeah. literally barking at our freshman corner who was lined up on their sideline. Yes, I was on their sideline, and their coach me. with, like, two teeth. Why, why, just, why, why, why were they barking at I you? I don't know. I was on their sideline, and it was, like, my first varsity game ever, ever anything football on high school. And he's just sitting there barking at me, like, and he has, like, two teeth, and he's just barking at me nonstop all game. I'm like, yo. And then, like, towards the end of the game, where we had all the starters out, I went in for kickoff. We had scored again, and I'm walking up the field, and some kid just hit me in the back of my head, like, and I got up and I was trying to fight him, and then my teammates held me back, and I was just so mad and I was crying, and that was my first cry. I do remember that. 
What was it? The two teeth that made you cry? Would everything, <laughs> would, would, would everything have been fine if it wasn't for the two teeth? <laughs> I was so when I when he first like he yeah I don't know if he yelled my number or something. I turned around, I saw him, and he was just like barking. I was like just looking at him, so shocked. Like this is what. But this is what high school is like, huh? But 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 then at the barking fire you up a little bit. Then you, <laughs> yeah. you want to play better because yeah, they, they were, were talking they were barking trash at you. too. Yeah. They were talking. I'm going into that game. I was kind of nervous because <laughs> Silverwork is like, uh, what's the like a alternative alternative school. school? So I was like, these kids are like going to be bad, trying to and kill some me of them and are stuff. Twenty one years old. Yeah, and I was kind of nervous going into that game. Then I saw that and I was like, oh snap. But I don't think I was ever too scared or anything. You weren't. What was it like going up against Jordan Addison? Is, is a young player. That was nerve-wracking. I remember that whole practice. It was it was fun. It was fun to – it was actually great to know that they had that much faith in me. When when Coach Wallace told me I was going to be following him around all game, I was like, me? And I was like, really? And you, I, you, you were a freshman? Yeah, freshman I was a year? freshman. Yeah. I was like – and I went – that same day I went to – um we had a youth practice at, at, at Hillcrest, <coughs> and I went to the youth practice, and I was just talking to my youth coach about it, and then I was telling him, like, who exactly Jordan was. And he was just giving me, like, he would just pat me on the back and telling me, like, don't be scared. Go out there and do it. And we went out there. And we got to the game. Jordan didn't play much receiver. He was at running back the whole game. For some reason, they had him at running back. And he ended up having six touchdowns. Because they know when they could pass him the ball. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had six touchdowns against you guys? six rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Were, 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 any, were any your fault? No, or, he had six you know, rushing. Okay. I, he, they didn't, he didn't catch a touchdown pass. He caught a two-month conversion on me. Okay. But I was there. He just made a good catch. I was kind of there-ish. Right. Did you, did you feel you were ready as a freshman to guard Jordan Addison? No, but my coaches had all the faith in the world in me. We didn't really have anybody else. You, you didn't. <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask uh, why. We had a couple yeah. good kids, and, and, I mean, Trayvon was just the one that, like, we could prepare him all week long. We could dedicate him to that role. Um, like, we had Tori Flonoy and, and Kasaya. We had some great athletes on that team, but it was like, we're just going to give Trayvon every rep in practice to prepare for this one job, whereas everyone else has a couple things to do. He just has this one job of running with him. Anyway, and what year was Jordan in? Senior year. He's seen, senior year. So that okay. game, he averaged about five touchdowns a game. And, man, he, I mean, he played his butt off, but he was, like, cramped from his yeah. toes to his back. Like, he just did everything he could. And it just I – mean, if they would have thrown the ball one more time to Brandon Evans <laughs> or if they would have ran QB power one more time, they probably would have beat us. That's the year we beat them by one point. If they would have just not tried to run Addison into the dirt one more time, then they probably could have beaten yeah. us. Right. Did did you come away from that game saying, "Hey, we have someone in this Trayvon Neal"? Um, I mean, we always knew we had somebody with him, but that was like, I think we can actually win some games now. Like th this, that was the game that kind of opened our eyes up, and that's the game that got us in the playoffs for the first time in 15 years, even under the expanded format. And it was like, I mean, this this group because we had Kasai then, we had Adam Mosel, we had those guys that we were like. This is our foundation, but then his class coming up as freshmen, we were like, this is the group that's going to make a run. Like, we have guys that have set this whole thing in order, but that's the guys that sophomore year, that COVID, excuse me, that COVID season, we thought we were going to have a good year. We didn't. Um, then that his junior year and his senior year, we were like, these are going to be our years. Um, so with Kasaya's class and Adam Mosel's class kind of laying that foundation and Trayvon's class coming through and just, just – carried the weight and, and did a really good job are, are you willing to take on just about any <laughs> challenge Trayvon oh yeah yes sir yes sir like you're talking about football and any, uh, or, or any anything in general oh yeah yes sir I'll tell you, I love the child yes sir yeah you you might be scared on the inside but you don't show it on the outside <laughs> yeah, right I, yeah I remember like halftime of that game coach Kai we were in there and it was a really close game we might have been losing at halftime I don't remember yeah, I think, we're down I think we were three. losing and then he was like the game's gonna come down to you and he was like in my face telling me the game's gonna come down to me and that if we want to win this game, it's going to come down to me. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh i'm like so nervous going not walking out of there for halftime but but you, you still get out there and you do it you know you're not you're not scared <laughs> yeah, yes, to, you're not scared to get out there no sir. so is trayvon a pretty fair fearless player kevin or yeah, yeah yeah for sure um and you saw it this year when we changed him a little bit put him at safety um we were a little leery on it because he wasn't the hitter that he was this year as he was his junior year like we were worried about him coming downhill weighing a buck 28 or whatever he weighed his junior year, but he, he packed on some weight and he came down flying this year and he had what five or six tackles for a loss where he just stoned the kid in the backfield. And then that hit on the quarterback in that first game against oh, Aberdeen. Yeah. I was like, all right, Trayvon, Trayvon's ready this year. <laughs> How much weight did you put on? I, I, I put on like, in the last season I was like 156 pounds and I came into this season at like 170, like four or five. And then it dropped during the season. <laughs> But I did add like it was like twenty pounds. Content. Just through, with Coach Perry helping you yeah, in the Coach weight Perry room and stuff. Me, or? Coach Perry, so we well, started doing the PB and J diet. Yeah, <laughs> Coach Perry got me right. I, I gained so much weight and I was eating so much and I was lifting so much. I, I, that's all I was focusing on. But even freshman year, Coach Perry was gonna be, as soon as the season ended, the freshman year, Coach Perry would pick me up at, at like five thirty every morning. And we would go Late. to this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So Coach Perry would pick me up like five thirty in the morning, and we would go work out before school every day, and then I would go to school, and that's when I was like, I would, that's when I really wanted to get dedicated and get bigger and stronger. But then COVID had happened, so we got all that time off, and I, all, I lost this, lost the weight right away. And then once last year ended, I was Coach Perry. I asked Coach Perry if he could help me again, and he really just hammered me. What what, what were you eating? Peanut butter and jellies, and I was making chicken and rice every night, and I was meal prepping, and I ate a lot, a lot. I drank a lot, a lot of, lot of protein shakes. So you've been really disciplined over your high school career, right? Kinda-ish, yes, sir. Kinda-ish. Has he, has he been disciplined, Kevin? Yeah, or? I mean, it, given his his situation and just being a high school kid, it, it's hard to be on top of it. I mean, you got kids that have all of the people in their world who are going to give them every meal, give them every every opportunity, give them every nutrition coach and, and private training coaches. You get people like that who are, are just handed, gifted the opportunities, whereas guys like Trayvon, they kind of have to make their own path and make it happen on themselves, and that sort of intrinsic motivation is is something that you can't teach, and it has to be drawn out, and man, he, he's ready. He's ready for his big opportunities down the road. So. It, what, 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 what fueled you to, <laughs> to, to put in that work and that discipline? Was it was it the chance to play college football, or, yeah. or, or, or what was it, Trayvon? I needed to go to college football. I needed to play college football. I just knew ever. I just needed to play college football, and I had to. And I knew just me being good at football in high school wasn't going to work, and I had to do more than that. And I knew I really just wanted to. I really wanted to win. I wanted to win so bad, and I wanted to win a state championship. And I knew that me just sitting at home playing that game wasn't going to get me that. Right. So you had to put in the work in in, yeah, in, yes, in, in order to win. So. Um, I, I want to ask you how you've grown as a player over your four years, but I'm more interested in how you've grown as a person o o over these four years at Frederick High. Uh, I, th oh, I, don't, I, don't, I think I've grown, I've matured so much. I, I was, I used to be the crazy runaround kid, annoying, loud, just, yeah. Is he still the crazy annoying kid, Kevin? Most of the time, just yeah. ask his second block teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he's he's come a long way. He was mature as as a young man. Now he's he's grown up a lot. And every like I used to say when he was younger, like every teacher in that building, even his middle school principal, still loves him to this day, um, and they stay in contact. And and now even in our building now, he's still all the teachers are like, I love that kid. 
Right. W- w- what does that mean when, when, when everyone says that they really care about you and love you, Trayvon? It makes me happy. Like, uh, Coach Perry gave a talk about me off the, uh, at the Bengals the other day. It just made me – it made me, like it – just, it's just heartwarming, really. It just makes you just feel good. It makes you – it just makes you feel good. Did you bring tears of joy at the banquet? Were you crying? Were you crying at the banquet? <laughs> yeah, or? I did. I was talking. I got there and talked for a second. Like two tears rolled down. I was like, "Oh, I need to get down." So then I just, <laughs> I ended my speech and it was it was joy. It was it was kind of sad that I'm never gonna be able to play. That's what I was thinking about. I'm just never gonna be able to play with none of these people again. Like I've been playing with them my whole life, and it's crazy to think I'll never play with any of them again, and or be coached by any of them again. Like I've been for the last four years. Like I've been with the same coaches. Coach Cannon, Coach Perry, Coach Holiday, Coach Wallace, every like Coach Plant, Coach Morris, those are my dudes. I can joke around with them. And now moving on, it's gonna be like more of a business. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna build the bonds that you did in high school. Like you're gonna it's just football from now on is gonna be more of a business. And I I just love the fun of football in high school. <laughs> when you were putting on weight and getting stronger, were you worried about losing any speed or or does muscle and, and strength does that translate in, in into speed? Oh uh, yeah, I end up so yeah, I, I did. I knew I needed to get faster last year, and I was lifting a lot. And I started running track, but I I was busy a lot with college visits and stuff last year, so I ended up not being able to run track. And I I got a speed trainer for a little bit, and then I just started really working with co- my DB coach, Coach Wallace, and we worked on speed a lot, a lot. Kevin, you know this better than uh, than me, certainly. Um, I guess when you're putting on muscle, it, it's not going to affect your speed too much. Uh, depends on how you do it. If you can stay flexible and stay strong, but not put on too much mass and too much fat, then then usually yeah, you can you can kind of be the DK Metcalf where you just pack on muscle, but you're still flexible enough to run fast. Um, so what do you have to stretch and stuff like that? It's, it's doing everything at once. So it's doing the stretching, doing the lifting, doing the eating right, and doing the speed work all in one. So it's kind of the combination of putting it all together. And, and you can, and you have to eat uh, just low fat. Uh, I mean, it kind of comes back to how much you burn off versus how much you take in. So back in my super fat days when I was drinking a gallon of chocolate milk a day, I wasn't burning off as much. Whereas if if I'm a a college-bound athlete and and I'm eating chicken and rice and I'm eating just a little bit more than what I'm burning off, then I'm able to store some more stuff and and build more muscle that way. Um, It's it's about intake and outtake and output. Right. And was it hard sticking to the program when all your friends are – Eating ice cream or eating pizza <laughs> or, or whatever, Trayvon? Oh, yeah, yes. Sir. No, not – well, when they were eating that, I was eating it too. I was trying to eat everything I could to add away. I was just trying to eat anything and everything. You eat even bad stuff like candy and, and uh, stuff? Or? Well, I, I, I like candy, but I'm not the biggest, like, candy fan. Like, I'll eat it, like, in bed at night when I'm just chilling, but I don't I don't like candy that much. Like, But, like, the ice cream and the sweets and stuff, I was trying to eat it. I was trying to eat everything I possibly could. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, for guys with this type of metabolism, like, if he looks at a treadmill, he's going to lose 10 pounds. So he's the type of kid where it's like, how many slices did you have? Eat four more. Like, you watch these competitive eaters eat online, and they eat till they're full, and then it's a workout for them. They have to eat more. And then you watch the strongman competitors, and they eat 5,000 calories in a sitting, and they have to force feed themselves. And that's what – Guys with a metabolism like this, if they really want to gain weight, that's where it's got to go. Right. It, so, like, so like cakes, desserts, that, that's not a problem. For, he, for, for, for a teenager, that's not yeah, a big problem. Until he or? starts to get a little pudgy, and then, and then we'll hit the track a little bit more and cut back on some calories. So, so, you, so you adjust as you go, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, and um, obviously they, they need to get as much protein as they should, and he did a good job of staying on top of that so his muscles have the, the opportunity to replenish. 
But outside of that, man, it's just eat everything you can find. So it's not like just chicken and fish and and, and, if, and, if ra- he's rice a, and, and brown rice and stuff, if right? If he's um, more mezzo and, and he's a heavy set kid where he's like, I want to gain size, but I don't want to gain too much fat. If he's a if he's a lineman that's like, I'm, I'm 250 and I want to get to 270, it's like, we'll take our time doing it. Um, and then bodybuilders, they eat slow to gain slow, um, but also they're gaining quality. Whereas him, it was like, just gain as much as you can and we'll burn off the rest during the season. And like he said, he lost some weight during the season. Right. So, what, what, What's the magic of the PBJ? Uh, it's easy. Um, it's, it's cheap and it's available. So it's not something that you necessarily have to refrigerate. Um, the nice thing about it is it's got protein it's got good healthy fats so it kind of absorbs slower and it's got carbs so it's like a complete thing in itself um growing up in high school we had a lineman that was a super skinny tall kid and then he graduated from my college millersville at about 290 but he was like pretty trimmed up so his trick was he ate peanut butter and jelly every two hours on top of what he normally ate and he was a little eccentric where he he would have his dad wake him up and two o'clock in the morning dad wake him up and shove a pb and j down his throat i mean that's a little out there but it worked for him um, and then somebody like Trayvon, who's got such a high metabolism and he's in sports and he's in school and he's got so much stuff going on. It's like, just have it ready, have it, in, have it in your bag, have it in your, your cupboard ready to rock and roll. And that's usually like the first step. And that's the first thing we recommend. And then adding in protein shakes and, and then a whole diet plan is probably the next one where kids who have a hard time gaining weight, it's PBJ diet first. Do, do you think you're going to have to put on weight, uh, at Monmouth, uh, Trayvon? Oh, yes, sir. I'm going to have to add a lot of weight. Uh, and, and you're gonna play receiver or yes, DB sir. or I'm both? I'm playing or, receiver at Monmouth. Uh, you're gonna be a receiver at Monmouth. Yes, so, uh, uh, do you, do you like do you like PB and J's or? I hated them. I <laughs> hated them. Like when they told me peanut butter jelly, I was like, no way. Like I I still I like them now, but I used to not like them at all. Now I eat it with some ice. I put some strawberry jelly on there. Ah, there with we some go. Some peanut butter and not really good. Strawberry jelly, not grape. Yeah, jelly. the strawberry is better. Now I realize. Uh, how many how many PB and J's would you eat? Really, I had a peanut butter. I had a peanut butter thing in my book bag too when mm-hmm. I was walking around school, and I just had I had a spoon in there, and I would just eat some like <coughs> just randomly, just eat peanut butter. But probably like a day, probably like three or four. I, I always ate one in the morning, and I always ate one after lifting. So probably maybe sometimes I didn't. Maybe I didn't eat some during the day all the time, but I usually tried to make sure I ate three or four. Were, were there times you're like, oh no, I have to eat another PB and J, or <laughs> you're like sometimes, but. Sometimes, but I used to always just think about like I need to gain weight. I need to like I would just stuff it down my mouth and just put water and just try to like hurry up and eat it. Yeah. Um. Uh, how have you grown as a player over these last four years? I asked you how you grew as a person. How have you grown as a player? Uh, I think I've grown way more physically. Like, like I said, this year I was coming. This year, so last year it was kind of like. Last year, I, I played a lot of corner, and I, I wasn't in the box that, this much, that much. But this year, I knew we our other starting safety was a freshman, and he was taller and skinnier. And I knew that we were going to need somebody to help the linebackers. And I knew that if I wanted to really, truly go to state like I said I would, that it was going to have to be me. Like, I, I just knew that I needed to just – I knew I needed to play fast and get downhill. And the reason I got downhill so fast is because if you get – like, the faster you get down there, the less speed they have. So as soon as I saw a run, that's why it would be messed up sometimes. If they did a play action, it would mess me up sometimes because I was just sprinting downhill, trying to set the edge, make sure they couldn't get outside of me. I just wanted to get always get there before they could build up speed. Right. Well, how have you seen Trayvon's progression as a player, Kevin? Uh, um, it seemed like he added kind of a – and we always knew he was super competitive. 
Um, he kind of added a new element to his competitive nature where he's like, not only was he competing in every rep, but now he's calling out the best guy to go against him in every single rep. And he's calling out the next guy who's behind him in line because he wants to make them better. Um, and then this year, the transition from corner to safety, I mean, he truly came became the quarterback of the defense. And he was able to – I mean, we didn't call any plays for like the last six or seven oh, weeks yeah. of the season. And they just adjusted. And it was all led by him and, and a couple of our linebackers that were just making adjustments based on what formations they saw. So we were just kind of in a base defense. And these guys were just making it all for us and making us look amazing. Now, what was it like playing uh, playing on this defense this season, Trayvon? You guys were, were 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 awesome all season. It was great. I loved it. We, I loved it. We we played. We just all played so good and together. Like we just played together. <laughs> we just all played in sync. We all did our assignments. In years past, we were trying to do other people's assignments, trying to guard people who were our men, but we thought that who were they were going to throw the ball to. This year, we just really just did our jobs, and we didn't have anybody that tried to do anybody else's job, which which explains why we were so good on defensive side they let up 60 points this year yeah right exactly your your numbers everyone expected you to be this high 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 flying team and you were offensively uh with you and uh, tay and and brian uh, brian mabuthia at quarterback and you guys were great offensively but but your defense sort of was the story of the season right Yeah, we were the story yeah defense was the story of the season's defense we just people just couldn't drive on us and they gave our offensive ball so much more and it gave us a like time of possession was probably I don't know the the number or anything, but it was probably way more on our side because our defense just got people off the field so fast. Yeah, well, what did the season mean to you? Even though it didn't end like like you wanted it to. I mean everything. It just it didn't end how it was supposed to. But it who could ask for a better ending? Like is this is going to drive everybody behind me to just work and work? The, I remember last year when we lost to. Um, Ligonor, I never wanted to feel that like ever, ever again. Like I knew we were the best team in the state that year, and we lost, and it broke my heart so bad. I was just like sad for days. I never wanted to feel that again. I didn't want that to happen again this year. So that's what I hope. I hope that us losing can fuel the like the juniors and the freshmen, the sophomore to just work. It's just work or just nonstop work. Yeah, well, what do you say to the people that say, oh, Trayvon's graduating, we have some other good kids that are graduating, Frederick High won't be the same? Uh, no, it's, 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 they're going to be the same. We're going to come – next year we're going to be better. We're going to come, we're going to go, and we're going to bring it home. We're not going to allow – it just gives it gives our line experience. It gives everybody experience. People are going to come back, and people are going to play – people are going to play ang- – not angry, but people are going to play like they want it. People are going to – What's the word? Uh, they des- they desire they desiring the state championship and they're gonna go get it. Right. I I, I gotta ask what happened against Oakdale. The flu. The flu. That's what happened against Oakdale. Our whole team was sick. I, I missed the whole week of practice myself until the Thursday, and that was my first time ever missing a practice in my life. So it was kind of it was so bad. We had like, fourteen guys out on Tuesday, eight on Wednesday, Thursday it was six. Friday everyone was physically at practice but didn't participate. <laughs> It was yeah, it was bad. Everybody, yeah, it was. Bad. Well, was there a point where you realized in that game that you guys were in trouble? No, not, not not one Probably point. Twenty eight seconds with, left yeah, when they scored. We, no, I'm not gonna say that. But it was like a minute left when they had got the they caught a long pass on us, and it was still seventeen to seven at that time. <laughs> and they were driving. I'm like, defense, let's go, y'all. Like, come on, they can still win this game. It was four minutes left, and it, they were we were up ten. I'm like, come on, defense, let's go. We can't allow them to come back. And they scored that drive. And I'm like, all right, we're good. Let's just calm down. Everybody's like panicking. I'm like, don't panic. Let's calm down. Come on, we're good. 
and we go three and out, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And it was end up being a bad punt too. They got out like the fifty, so it was, they needed to go fifty yards with about two minutes left, and I, I was scared, but everybody was like crying and stuff already. I'm like, come on, like come on, we still got like two minutes, like come on, and they scored with twenty eight seconds left, and. I didn't, I still was like, come on, let's go. Like, I really, like, if I swear to God, if, I, I really do believe this in my heart. If Brian would have had time to throw that ball that last play, I was going to catch it, and I was going to score. I, I just couldn't allow anything. I wasn't going to allow anything to stop me. Like, in that in that huddle, I told Brian, I promise I'm going to catch it. Like, just throw it. Just throw, just do it. And we didn't get the outcome we wanted, but I at no time in the game did I really think we were going to lose because even when we they scored, I really thought I was going to go down and score. I, I never lost. Faith. I never lost hope until. So, so zero, you thought you were zero. gonna win until the final second? Yeah, to the final second. I, that's when I realized like it's really over. Like. Yeah, and and just how tough was that moment? I mean, obviously a great season. I mean, it's still a great. Not, nothing will change the fact that it was a great season, but but just that ending. How tough was that? That was horrible. That was the worst feeling ever. It was like, you're gonna. It was really like a nightmare come true. The team everybody thinks is can compete with us, and on any other day in the year. They couldn't compete with us. The team people say can compete with you really just beat you to knock you off your senior season. And I knew, I knew they couldn't. They were nowhere near as good as us, nowhere near as talented as us. And they really came and beat us. And it was just so hard to think about. Did, did it make you feel better or worse that they played in the state championship game? It made me – it's kind of iffy because the teams they played, we would have – demolished like so bad but it makes me sad it may not sad it makes me like angry because they don't they didn't deserve it they don't they don't work like we work to they didn't they, i promise they don't work nearly as hard as us they don't they just didn't do the stuff that they just didn't deserve it they, they didn't have the right to be in a state championship you right know, i feel well, was that the one of the most gutting moments if not the most gutting moment of your coaching career kevin or um <laughs> um it was tough i mean it was we shouldn't have lost and and knowing that kind of how the week went and kind of how everything kind of built up to that moment was was tough to to follow and and tough to be a part of and and the faith and the the effort that the kids put forth when you could tell like some of these kids that were out a couple of days with the flu they did not have their legs or their lungs back and it was like Tay, Trayvon, a couple of these guys are looking at you with this dead look in their eyes because they just have nothing left in the tank. was like, man, if I could give you anything to make this better, I would. It was just hor horrible timing with, with, with the illness, I guess. Horrible. I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe next year we just get flu shots for everybody. <laughs> right. Now, uh, you're, you're now an assistant principal at Frederick High. So are, are you able acting. to coach? Or, or Right now I'm acting. So, you, you're so acting? there's no um, restrictions or anything. Okay. Uh, are you able to coach ne next season or, or, or until they offer me a job? I'm I'm coaching. Uh, okay, okay. Um, what, what, <coughs> would it be would it be tough for you not to coach, even though your your yeah, but career I know would be progressing. I I mean my career would be progressing, yes, but I know I can have an impact at a, at an even larger level level if I end up as an administrator, whether it be looking as like an assistant principal or athletic director role. I know I can have an impact, especially on the Frederick community. Um, no matter where I'm at, I'm going to be looking out for them in their best interest. So. You could help hire the next football coach, right? Yeah, if, yeah, if, if you were to get the job, right? Maybe you want to interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure uh, that, I, that I'm qualified. So, 
uh, uh, going to college, Trayvon, <laughs> do, you, do you sort of have to approach it with the same fearlessness that you approached your high school career with in the same mindset and discipline of being willing to wake up at five in the morning and uh, being willing to eat a thousand PBJs and, and being willing to go into a situation that your coaches want to, even though you might not be the most comfortable with it. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm going to, yeah. Can you ask question one more time? Yeah. Do you, you, you have to approach it the same way, sort of, that, that yeah. you did your high school career? Yeah, I do. I really do. Like, I know, like, I know I have to work so much, and I'm going to work because I'm. I want to be the starting. I want to be a freshman All American next year. I don't want anything less. So I know to do that, I'm not going to be able to go do that right now. I, I think I do think I'm talented, but I do think I have to add a lot of weight and a lot of speed to go out there and compete with those caliber of players. And I think I'm going to do that, and I'm going to be a freshman All American, and just I just have to keep that mindset to where I just I can't. Yeah, you're yes, sir. Yeah, and, and you're willing to do whatever your coach. I have to, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do whatever I have to do. Right? Are you are you gonna miss playing defense? Cause you you, <laughs> you got so good at defense, so uh, at, at Frederick High, and and now you're not gonna be playing defense. Yeah, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it a lot. I even I like asked the coach on the visit. I was like, I told him I was like, I'm gonna learn both playbooks. So if you ever need anybody to step <laughs> in, it's going. I'm gonna be the sixth man of the year. I promise. Like, I'm. He, he even said he was like. He's like, I don't want you on defense. I want you to be best. I want to make you the best receiver in the nation. I'm like, yes, sir. But really, I'm I'm going to learn both these playbooks. And if they need anybody, is I want it to be me. If if you really put your mind to something, do you think anything could stop you? No, not a, no, no. Have, have you always been that way? If 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 you put your mind to it, you're you're gonna do it. Uh, no, sir. Probably not. But realizing like. Realizing that we could, like, realizing, like, us, me seeing when we were winning, I'm like, this is all because of the work, like, we put in. Like, really, Brian Brian Mabuthia, he said it, like, when we were winning junior year, he's like, I'm telling you, Trey, this is because of us going to the field. During quarantine, we were at the field every day. We were there on Christmas. It was snowing that day, and we were on the field every day. We worked out every day at the field. And he just come on all the time. He'd always say this because we're working. He's like, we worked for this. We worked for this. And I never really believed it. I'm just thinking, I never really believed it at all, if I'm being honest. But he always said that. And like, I would like over the last year, I've just, all, I've just grown to believe that a lot, a lot. Like it's really because we worked for it. Right. How, how much better can you get as a player? A lot. A way, I can get way better. I'm nowhere near as what I, what I can reach. Well, where, where do you think your biggest areas of growth would be? Um, I want to get faster. I think getting, I think just really getting faster, adding weight. I, I think my skill. No, okay, no, no. I think I want to get faster and add weight a lot. Really, a lot. How uh, how how much how much weight would you want to add? Uh, I really before I go off to college, I want to be around like at least one seventy five, going to one eighty <laughs> maybe ish. And I know once I get there, they'll add on ten fifteen pounds right away, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking to forward to getting on campus and adding that weight and being a part of the Hawks offense. When, when, when will you report for, for school? I go to school in June. In June, okay. Yes, and then you'll, and you'll start training and, and working. That's, yes, when the, that's when the process really begins in yes, June? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Kevin, how would you answer that question? Just, just how, how much further he can grow as a person? Or as a, as a player, excuse me. He's. I mean, he, he can grow a lot still. And, and that's where some of these more arrogant college coaches were very frustrating for me to sit and watch him go on these visits. I mean, some of these college coaches are like, he's not fast enough, he's not big enough, he's not tall enough. And I'm like, 
They're like, those, in their minds, those coaches believe, give me a kid that's the right speed and, speed and size, and I'll teach him how to be a football player. Why don't you take the best football player that this county has to offer, who's got good size, good speed, and good um, height, and make them even better? And a kid like this, he's going to have his, his 19 meals a week or 23 meals a week or whatever, and he's going to put on 15 pounds just because that's, that's a buffet style. Like, he knows how to eat now. He knows how to train. He's going to have year-round training up there. Like, he's going to grow. He's going to get bigger, faster because I know his work ethic. And then his football IQ, his savviness, and all those reps in practice are just going to continue to develop, and he's going to be doing amazing things on Saturdays. Uh, what did you play this season at, 160-something? Oh, yeah, I was like 168-ish. <laughs> like, I was like 168. So no, you were I was like 170. One, you, were almost, was, you were almost 170. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, and, 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 Until the flu. And when the Oakdale week, I dropped all the way to like – I dropped so much weight. I was like one fifty nine. Oh, you lost ten pounds. Yeah, going, going it was into so bad. Yeah, now I'm kind of getting it back now. Like today, I weighed in at like one sixty one, and at moment that was one sixty three. And I don't know how I lost. Oh, you're two you're, pounds. you're running track. Yeah, so. I, that's oh. yeah. I, and and there, yeah. there's coaches that don't think you're fast enough. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot of he, coaches. If, basically, if he would have been a, a four five kid, he probably would have be a power five player. Yeah, um, that was my holdback. So so, what are we four six ish, four seven? Four seven and four six kind of okay. is. I think I think a lot of it was just and honestly, not me. He just going. sucks at running the forty. I'll yeah, be, that's, I'll be honest. Well, uh, Coach, you, Coach Perry could be in a forty yard dash. <laughs> yeah, we've we've if, already if established watch, that. If you watch his film, though, like he's jogging past every team. Like when he has an interception or a touchdown run, he is jogging away and pulling away from these guys. He's just such. He's a strider, so he just has this natural. He runs like a deer. That's, that doesn't really translate for the 40 when you have to start choppy and stretch yeah. out your stride as you go. Yeah. He's not built like that. I mean, it, it's true that kids <laughs> run different on a stopwatch than, than they do in a very Right, and he's a Frady cat, so right. he's running. Yeah. When he has the ball and he's running away from getting tackled, he's running for his life. He's terrified. <laughs> is, 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 is that true? You, you, you're scared to get tackled? That's, <laughs> why, that's why you're so nah. fast? <laughs> I, I, sometimes I like getting tackled. I like to, like the contact sometimes, but especially if somebody's like been talking trash or something. But like, I, yeah, I think game speed and football speed are completely. I think football speed and and forty <laughs> times are completely different. Cause I'll I'm running track now and I'm out there competing with our kids that are, that ran football and these kids are like Reggie, um, Reggie ran a four four and I'm like we're running track and I'm competing with them. I think it's just more of a like a just I, I suck at running the forty like he said. I'm not good at it at all. Like even on the field, I'm I'm fast. I'm the best player on the field in my eyes. Like. The every year, I mean, every game this year, I don't think there's a team. Not if Coach Wallace oh. is out there. Oh, yeah, Coach Wallace is pretty fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like game speed is different than like uh track and like 40 speed, or right. right? Um, and is that why you're running track to get faster? Or you're just yeah. doing it to have fun. No, I'm running track just because just to get faster. That's why I'm just right. to get faster. Yeah, do, do you need the doubters, Trayvon? Do you need someone telling you you can't do something? Um, not, I don't think so, because I still think I'm going to go work as hard as I can. I, I, like, yeah, you, you, you don't need the doubters to fire I, you. I, fire it you. It kind of does. Not, it kind of does when people talk about like, when people compare me to like, like not a, other players in the county with offers and stuff, and talk about how they're better than me. It kind of does really fire me up. I'm like, are you serious? But like, I think still think I would be. I would still go out and work my hardest, even if nobody did compare me. I. Should, I just you'd, you'd be the same guy yeah yes sir yeah well hey guys happy holidays uh thanks for coming in trayvon we wish you a lot of luck at monmouth uh it seems like a great choice for you 
and uh, we'll, be, we'll be following you and, and looking forward to seeing how you make a big impact on Saturdays. Uh, Kevin, we look forward to seeing what the next chapter for you is. Uh, it's, it's been great. If it, if it, if it is uh, um, where, where you can't coach, uh, we, we, it's, it's been a great, uh, great run uh, working with you as, as a coach. We look forward to working with you as, a, as, a, as an assistant principal, and I'm sure we'll, you'll still be at, <laughs> at all the games on, on the sidelines and stuff. So um, we'll see. So, so it's been great. So. Uh, guys, uh, thanks for coming in, and uh, again, wish you wish you the best uh, during this holiday season. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, you too. Thanks for having us. Uh, Have yeah. a great day. Uh, that'll do it for us here on the final score. Thanks to Graham Cullen for producing, to Alexander Dacey uh, for coming in a little earlier to talk Frederick County sports. Uh, that'll do it for us this week, but we'll be back next week with another episode. Have a great week, everyone.